You're listening to the Known Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Known Legacy Ministries. For more information, go to knownlegacy.org. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. So this week has been between suck and horrible. <laughs> yeah, you've uh, you've had to say goodbye to your son today. Uh, yeah, or well, this, this week. This week I had to. I know it's a start for people, but for me... I'm a little mad at you, Travis, because I didn't know that you... <laughs> Dude, I warned you. I warned you. I warned you. You forgot to tell me that I was going to leave a piece of my heart in Wichita, yes. and I have to process that for six hours on the drive down. Why don't you share with everyone what's going on? Oh, okay. So, um, so thankfully, my son has graduated, obviously, high school, and uh, things are good there. But then also, this last week, we ended up bringing him up to, to, uh, to school at Wichita State. And, you know, again, I have an honorable young man as my son like I'm already taking notes on how to be a godly man for my son so I will take that but I remember but this weekend we dropped him off and man when I dropped him off we did so good on Saturday yeah and then Sunday we're like we're leaving and he's like you want me to walk you down and we're like no and then the door (laughs) to the dorm closed and then waterworks for 45 minutes and I'm like keep it together keep it together and here I am in the car driving and I'm like <laughs> and I'm trying to like because I'm like I gotta see yeah, yeah. someone's gonna but but it was like and your uh, wife is with you and there's no conversation no conversation because as soon as you start to speak that frog in your throat yeah and and you're just like I can't I can't I, I can't, can't talk I can't and and I did okay until I got home because he forgot his computer so I had to like because he's like we're driving up about an hour away yeah oh dad I forgot my tower to my computer awesome <laughs> so now I'm gonna spend nine million dollars to mail it up there to you I'm just gonna say for the record he's starting off strong forgetting his entire computer the one incentive. <laughs> tool for college like, that's good heck? that's good so so i'm so i go into his room right when we leave like right, right when we get back and i look in there and it's all just empty yeah and i was like i need a minute <laughs> and so and i just lost it but so hey you know it but it was a it was a good thing it's like the most melancholy joyful way i've ever been in my life absolutely and uh but you know seasons are hard and they're and, and they've been crazy but but i mean you know we're we're now uh, I'm I'm part of the elite team of people who have sent their family, sent their kids away. Yep, to yep. college. Welcome. It's it's the cruelty of being a parent. Success means heartbreak. It does. When you send them off and you see them succeed and they succeed without you, and yeah, it's hard. And, and you know, and it's funny because I was listening to my playlist. I had this one playlist called the Worn Out Playlist. Yeah, that's like when I'm just worn out. But then I realized it's my. I'm just gonna call it like my go-to playlist now because it's a like, good one. It's got songs of the journey, and there are a few songs on there. In fact, our guest uh, today, one one of his songs is on there that I. I've loved. Um, actually, it, it's uh, it's Mike Weaver from Big Daddy Weave. Mike, well, welcome to the uh, to the podcast, man. We're so glad to have you on today. Man, thanks for having me on, dude. What an intensely emotional week, bro. God, <sighs> dude, are you kidding me? I called on my buddies. I'm like, listen, you didn't tell me it's gonna be this tough, man. Like, what the <laughs> heck? So, but it was a good season overall, I think. Yeah. I think. As always, uh, the Known Legacy Podcast, if you guys are checking in, uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram. You can uh, info at knownlegacy.org if you have any questions or comments. And, uh, man, we are so excited about yes. the guest today. So uh, yes. let's get so after glad it. To have you let's on get after here. it. Thank you so much. Yeah, click that like button at the bottom. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, and follow us, subscribe if you are listening to us on podcasts. But, Mike, share a little bit about your story. I'm so, I am so glad we finally got you on here. Like I said, in those mornings when I'll just put on that on that playlist and then Redeemed comes on. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm just like a hot mess. You know what I'm saying? Like literally weeping. And so, uh, bro, bro, are you sure that you're not going through menopause, dude? You want to say that? <laughs> 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 
I could be. It's called manopause, just so you know. And that's what it is. That's what it is. I was using the plural version. You know? There you go. <laughs> that is the truth, man. Dude, that's the truth. I get it. Well, if and if that's the case, then I've been going through menopause ever since like my wife and I had kids, man. I don't know what it was, man. When I got married and we had kids. After that, I cried at everything, dude. I'm like, what is wrong oh with me, man? You know? Gosh, it's, it's like, what the it's, heck? It's beautiful, man. So, you know, it's like I have my son. He's he, he is 18 now. And I'm like, you know, when he was born, I was like, yeah, I would die for you. And then I know, I think I said it before, but then my daughter's four, she, she's 14. She'll be 15 this year. And then she was born and I was like, oh, I would kill for you. It's a whole different <laughs> You know, and so you're like, this is so different. So, so yeah, so, so we've got it. But, but t- tell us about yourself. Share your story, man, because I want some people to know more of who you are and uh, just kind of share the intimacy yeah. of who Mike is. Well, the, the basics were kind of, you know, I, Big Daddy Weave uh, has been in Christian music. This year, we celebrate 25 years, actually. We got together at the University of Mobile, a little Baptist school in Mobile, Alabama. That's how wow. you say it, it's not like mobile. It's mobile, mobile. right? Mobile. And so, where the where the people are as sweet as the tea, right? And so, um, <laughs> man, and we we got together and we were just leading worship on campus. Um, we didn't have any kind of a plan. The Lord opened an opportunity for us to record some music. I wrote together, and um, man, my little brother and I had been playing music as long as I'd been playing music. You know, wow. he's my best friend, and we were we were then just became ministry partners, man, you know, and then Mm. the Lord as University of Mobile is like a, as like lots of uh, ministry, like educational tracks there. And so as people were graduating or taking internships or whatever and becoming parts of churches, Big Daddy Weave would get invited to come play at these different, you know, church events or whatever. And then it's like the circle, one thing led to another and you know how it happens. And so, and uh, right after, let's see, 2000, around 2001, we signed a, a record deal out of Nashville. Um, and we just have, have been doing this ever since, man. And we have wow. just seen highs and lows and every other kind of thing. It's We've seen all each other all get married, you know, and all have kids. And all. we just shared a lot of life together now. Um, and it's it's just been an, an awesome, an awesome thing, which kind of leads to how we connected because through a mutual friend that man, I, who is just a mentor, a voice, even to this yeah. day, you know, in my life, uh, Mr. Brad Fogarty, you know, who, uh, has done about every kind of thing you can imagine. You know, he's been Everything. everywhere. He's like the Kev- he, We found him to be like the Kevin Bacon of Christian music and ministry. Basically, that sounds like that's six perfect. degrees of separation with, with Brad Fogarty. You know, it's like all, all that's roads funny. somehow, come through Fogue at some point or whatever. And so, um, so that, that was, re- that makes this a really special thing to me just yeah. because that, that's how we kind of got together in it, man. So that's cool. Oh, that's so cool. No, it's, it's good because yeah, when, when, when I was talking, I was like, we need to get him on. Now, Brad, we've had on the podcast a couple times and man, he spit a lot of wisdom. In fact, he was just on a few weeks ago. If you haven't had a chance to check out that one, uh, but Brad has got some, some, some great stuff to share and his heart for Jesus is just the pure of just, I just want to be able to see Jesus. And so, uh, but you know, w- w- one of the things we talked about was just how some guys are just walking through some tragedy and some dark times, you know, in fact, yeah. even, you know, um, I, I honestly like, like to call them the suck phases of life. They just suck. 
And so, I mean, I know that we were talking about that a little earlier. And in fact, as we were having our pre-conversation, like we do with these podcasts, Mike just started going and we were like, we should just press record right now. <laughs> but man, share your story. <laughs> share your first. Like, just, well, dude, I, I thought it was happening. I know. This is it. This is it. So please share share your story with that because, man, you were, you were just jumping into that. And I'm like, wait, 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 slow down, slow down. So, so yeah, please share share some of that. You're talking about tragedy. We know it's been a rough, a rough year and a half, oh, I would say. Man. Um, please share, you know, share some really, of that, brother. Really, ab- absolutely, man. You know, really, even even further than that. So let me let me go back a little ways and really kind of connect where um, we were just talking about Brad Fogarty and man. So Big Daddy Weave had been in it for a while. Um, we had come through just a a terrible, terrible um, time of where we were just we were dry. We were we were like, is this it? We're we're done, maybe. You know. And um, I remember there was there was a night when literally just out of desperation, we just kind of shut down everything and just started praying for people. Right. And I was like, listen, I'm hurting. I don't know that I got anything to offer you to the people. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm hurting. You know, um, you're probably hurting. Man, I'd love to stand with you in it, though. And we'll we'll just take it to Jesus. Right. And mm. so I wasn't expecting anybody to come people just started coming so man it began to it it, the first few nights of this it was like it was crazy what god was doing like so we prayed for all the people that were standing in line or whatever then we played a couple songs and we were done the next night uh in the bathroom washing my hands before we get into the show there is i hear as clear as a bell the voice of jesus Mm. and he just he just says you know you He's like, there's, there's a lady out there who can't have kids and you need to tell her that I haven't forgotten about her. And I'm like literally mm. drawing my hands going like, I may have lost my mind, dude. What I'm hearing voices <laughs> like, what is, you know, but so yeah. we get out there and we get to that point that it had been the night before when we were going to minister, you know? And, and I was just like, man, if you're hurting, we'd love to pray with you. And also this, you're out there. You, you haven't been able to have children. Jesus just says he has not forgotten about you. And so not only was there one lady like that, there were three, right? Wow. And so it was like for the next for the next nights during that time, we just began to hear clearly these things, whether it was some sort of sickness, whether it was somebody in a specific mm. situation. We say these things, and for the next while, every time there would be three of them, which is kind of God's signature, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And true. we yeah, yeah. And so anyway, a couple nights into this. Uh, the opening group that's out with us is a group called Luminate. And so mm, okay. I've seen this guy with them and I just thought he was like a volunteer or a helper or whatever. And it turns out that it's Brad Fogarty. And he comes up to me at one point. And he goes, look, man, the stuff that you're sharing at the end of these nights, he's like, you, he goes, that's, that's from Jesus, man. You need to, I just want to encourage you in that. Keep listening to what he's saying. Keep doing what he's telling you to do. Right. And so this began this kind of friendship with with folk and then as the months continued we lost our road manager and man folk was so gracious to come out on the road with us take that road manager position and then we just began to see miracles happen every day i'm telling you it was incredible all of the things that god did my little brother jay um who was kind of the hub in the middle of the wheel of big daddy weed um, he, uh, he had always done the business stuff, you know, 
And he always had a heart for Jesus. But all of a sudden, during this season, as we're running with Fogue and we're hanging with him, Jay just starts getting these downloads from the Lord like he's never had before. It was mm. all it was always like good times and jokes. And, you know, all, he's, he's an amazing, uplifting person. But it's always kind of like the, the end of it was always pull my finger, that kind of thing. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? he's, yeah. like, he's hilarious. It's so fun. But then one day, Jesus starts waking him up at 3 a.m., and he just starts getting these downloads. And then Jay is in the thick of it, praying for people, giving these words. I'm telling you, Jesus is just using him mightily. So whether it's addiction chains breaking that we are seeing like instantly, or whether it was emotional baggage dropping, or whether it was literally one night, man, I watched Fogue talk to a cancerous tumor in the name of Jesus, you know? Wow. And, and literally we get this report back that it's, it's just gone, you know, that hmm. began to be the norm. We were talking earlier about, you know, how we think like when you look at the book of Acts, that seems like some kind of thing that we could never really have, but that was really supposed to be the normal Christian life, right? That's the, oh. that's the normal for these guys who had been with Jesus. Yeah. And we began to feel like on the road, we were like, dude, I, I told folk so many times, I'm like, Fogue, I, I feel like that we're out here and it's like we're some of the disciples or something right now, man. You know, because it's like we're just following Jesus. And Fogue would Fogue would be teaching us, man. Fogue, Fogue had just been walking with the Lord in such a powerful way. Yeah. And we would just begin and be learning all these things and then go put it into practice like every night while it was happening. So for about seven years, man, it was unbelievable. Wow. We just saw crazy a crazy move of the Lord, right? But wow. this is this is a war, man. This is a war that we're in. Okay. Yeah. And so, the first the first casualty that really hurt. So this is 2017. Mm. Um, man, my dad had my dad. Um, man, this really is. You could go for a long time. Even the importance of a dad. But to skip all that side, man, my dad was an intercessor. I would go looking for my dad sometimes on a Saturday to find that he just made a place in his closet and was literally laying on his face for us for hours. Mm. You know, just interceding for us. So I know that anything that happened with Big Daddy Weed, even us meeting Fogue and all that other stuff, man, I know that we drink from wells that we didn't dig. You know, wow. I know that my dad, man, my my wife Candace, my gosh, man, and people who meet who meet her and they find out that they're like, dude, she married you. She actually <laughs> married you. It's like, dude, God we is understand. real. You know we understand. I mean? We get God that. God is real. Yeah. There has to be a God. Atheists be like turning to the Lord, dude, when they find out that like I married that far above my station. I'm like, dude, I had a dad who prayed, right? Yeah. Like, like really and truly, you know? So my dad, who's my hero in the faith, mm. um, is was dealing with this thing, uh, pulmonary fibrosis, the stiffening of the lungs. Man, he um we had just been seeing breakthrough in a way that it's like we felt like we couldn't hear no, you know. And so when we prayed for him and it kind of got worse and worse. And on Christmas morning of 2017, he went to be with Jesus, which first of all, I need to attest to the miracle that is he is with Jesus. Right. He is at yeah. the place where right. I, I long to be, but it hurts so bad to not see this breakthrough for him when for complete strangers, we're seeing things happen like all the time. Right. Yeah. I don't get it. So then, which right right before that happened in 2016, my brother Jay gets attacked in his health. The devil's gonna find a way in any way he can. Oh yeah, the Weaver Brothers. I mean, even as even as I'm wearing the Waffle House like hat, bro. Way to like, represent, so by the, the way. way. He gets in with us. 
Yeah, dude, I just finished my shift and I got here just in time to do this. Actually, <laughs> but so I'm I'm sorry, I'm all over the place like with this, and but I've never shared it exactly in this way. You're great. But so my my little brother, my little brother, um, uh, the way that the enemy found his way in was in his help, mm-hmm. you know. And um, to make a long story short, it was diabetes plus this other stuff that the doctors would chase and chase and it only get worse to save his life at one point to make a long story short he had to have both of his feet amputated yeah um, and we were like i don't know if you can come back from something like this uh we would find my brother praying over chairs every single day you know in the venue before anybody else was in there he would lay a hand on every seat he would ask jesus to move in that that person's life who's going to sit in that seat and we watched it happen and all I could think of is, dude, he's never going to pray over their chairs again, you know? And, dude, he, he did. As soon as he could get prosthetics and get an electric wheelchair, dude, he was rolling through praises. He was laying hands on the seats again. He was asking Jesus to move. He was seeing miracles happen in the lives of other people that he needed in his own body. And in the midst of that, him coming back from that, that's when my dad passes away. Oh. So it's just kind of like, boom, boom. Man, then just a couple years later, just in 2021, man, my dad's amen corner, man, my mama, man, my incredible Southern cooking biscuit making, you know, mama, <laughs> man, his, my dad's amen corner uh, goes to be with Jesus, man. And, oh. and it was just like, oh. boom, you know, before she did though, I'm telling you, she drew near to the Lord in a way she had always really relied on my dad's faith, but it was like, she really drew near to the Lord on her own she began to host the presence of god in that house in a way that was even greater than i remembered when my dad was there which that's really saying something man because yeah. i would always go back to their house to get ministered to man so that's number two bam you know and then my brother his health continued to decrease and to diminish um and it was like <laughs> he just he finally had to leave the road and that almost killed him right there when he mm. couldn't go out physically and minister anymore. Yeah. Um, but when, when he came off the road, um, we thought we had so much more time with him, but kind of in the, the latter days of COVID and all that business, um, my family got COVID at the end of 2021, uh, kind of going through Christmas over new year's. And my brother and his family down in Florida where they live was I'm here in Nashville. My brother was down in Florida. Okay. He got COVID as well. At one point had to go in the hospital mm. and we, we get this terrible phone call that he's going to have to, he's going to like literally that his wife needs to come say goodbye to him. Wow. We've had COVID. We can't wow. even leave the house. We can't even <sighs> get down there. And I literally listened to my brother, um, another hero of mine, you know, in the Lord. Yeah. I listened to him take his last breath. I'm literally shouting over oh. the phone as they're unplugging him from these machines. I'm going, J-Dog. I'm like, man, you just, if you see Jesus anywhere, go with him, man. go with him, you know? And I heard him take his last breath over the phone, man. Um, so we got these two seasons, right? We got this season where I literally just saw God pour out in the miraculous. Um, I didn't, I didn't see it coming to begin with. It started happening. I'm telling you, praise the Lord. It encouraged me in my faith. I saw a side of Jesus that I never thought I would see. I experienced things that are commonplace in the kingdom of God, but are extraordinary here among us, right? And then I watched 
the people that I love the most um, step out of this life and us not see the kind of breakthrough that I wanted for them. Mind you, they got a better breakthrough. Heaven is a better place. I'm telling you, dude, yeah. it's superior in every way. Yeah. But but what we were seeing in the shows is us carrying some of heaven right here, right? So I began to see as well um, so many people that our story was not unique. That, you mm. know, we had seen times of incredible times of the Lord, but then we had seen just awful things happen. And we just felt like hammered by life, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, and, and so I, you know, I think if God had not shown me the season of miracles first, then I, I wouldn't know what to do now. Um, uh, but in this last season, we have just been, been walking through such a great pain. I've dealt with such a great disappointment. Um, but at the same time, finding Jesus in the midst of this season as well. Wow. Um, I don't know. I don't know where all we want to go with this, but I, and I don't oh, know. How dude, I, I'm glad my camera was but off. I, I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm serious. I was like, what the? Wow. I mean, I think I think bro, go for it. Yeah, I just I just felt compelled to tell this story. I've I've been sharing this story about Jay for a little while, man. Um, so, uh, in the season that Jay's health began to decline, because there was this was like a setup from the Lord. Um, it's amazing that the Lord like He stores things up in you and around you that you don't even know that you're going to need, and you don't yeah. even really understand them at the time, but then later they make sense. And I think if you have eyes to see and ears to hear these things, that we'll all find these kinds of things in our lives, right? Yeah. So yeah. my little brother, um, as he's about to have to leave the road because he's been, um, he's his health is declining. Literally at this point, Jay has you know amputated feet. His kidneys are failing. He's doing dialysis on a tour bus every day, right? Wow. But he will not stop. He will not stop, dude, because he wants to see God move, dude. Like he is, that wow. is where he's at, man. I mean, and he's, and we're still seeing it happening in the lives of people, right? So um, he so he can't, he can barely see at this point. And at this point, he's the bass player for Big Daddy Weave and his fingers are just kind of starting to, just kind of come off, you know, just, uh, just kind of deteriorate in front of our eyes to meet him. If you did not see his condition, you would not know that he was in that place because he yeah. carried a joy in the midst of that. That was pretty unbelievable. And he carried just this ability to always make it about whoever he's talking to and not about what he's going through. Right. It's pretty incredible. Wow. So this day, I want to tell you this. I want to tell you this happening because this just, continues to minister to me um and even yeah. as i share the testimony of it i see the lord minister to other people so we're in south carolina uh 2021 just literally after my mom had passed um what we didn't even know but jay is gonna in the weeks to come have to come off the road this is some of his last time being on the road with big daddy week um and which he kind of lived for in a way mm. uh so he comes in 4.30 in the afternoon. Jay and his family come in. And they, because Jay, at this point, Jay is on a tour bus by himself with his family because he's got all this medical kind of stuff with him and everything. Yeah. He is, um, he comes in, he prays over every seat at 4.30 in the afternoon, right? And then uh, if he can't reach a seat right then, he would get one of his kids to go reach it, you know what I mean? And oh, touch it. Beautiful. That's what, they were in there as a family. It was really beautiful. He finishes that time, which is kind of what he would do every day on the road. 
Mm-hmm. And then I, he's coming backstage in his chair, rolling in his chair. I'm coming out onto the stage. I pass him. We kind of acknowledge each other because I'm coming to help lead this little talk back time that we have every day at say in the five o'clock hour yep. where people will come in, they'll sit and we'll just, we'll talk for a little while before the show and yeah, tell stories, take pictures, that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 So we come in to do that. We come in to do that. And as I'm sitting on the front of the stage, I see people start to file into that time. And I see this guy coming down the aisle and the look on his face is kind of like, I've got something to say that I'm going to tell you whether you want to hear it or not. Do you know what yep. I mean? Oh, yeah. I oh, yeah. That yeah, I'm in ministry. I get um, those. We get those looks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. So this guy comes in, sits dead center in the room. He's with this lady, you know, he's with him. He's with I suspect he's been brought there by her, right? You know, and so a handful of people are in there. And we talk about, hey, if you want to ask a question or if you want to tell a story, whenever guy's hand goes up first and he just shares how he goes, you know, what, this is not my kind of thing anymore is what he shares. And he says, like, you know, I, he goes, he share, he shares about how he had been in ministry, how he'd been a pastor and how on his watch, like this young person died. And it was it was one of the most terrible things I'd ever heard. It sounded absolutely horrific. It caused him not only to you know, leave the ministry, but to leave his faith altogether. Oh, and so he says, this is not my kind of thing anymore. This is not my kind of thing anymore. I'm only here because she brought me, right? Which I had already guessed, right? Wow. And so as they're sitting there, he goes, he goes, I want to, he goes, what I want to know is what your story is then, right? And so I share with him how we saw years of miracles and how God had just done a work in our life and in and around us. And we were blown away by the goodness of God and the power of God, right? And then I shared with him about how Jay had been through this awful, awful thing. Right. And so, and I shared with him though, in both seasons, we were encountering God in those, in both seasons, you know? Yeah. And as I finished telling the story, he looks at me and there's kind of this moment and he goes, well, my BS meter is pretty good is what he said. And I'm kind of like, what is this, where's this going? And he goes, but I think I believe you is what he said. Right. Wow. And so, so I'm like, well, I didn't know what to say. I'm like, good talk, dude. You know? And so we, we finished this time that we had, you know, uh, he goes off into, uh, getting ready for, you know, I don't know, into concessions and stuff. Uh, I go backstage, Jay's rolling by from going to dinner before the show. And Jay goes, well, what's it look like out there tonight? And I, Jay asked that question like all the time, you know, what's it look like out there? You know? And I go, well, there's this one guy I think that Jesus wants to do something in his life. Then he goes, well, can you show me who he is? And he never asked that. So I'm like, yeah, I guess I can show you. So he rolls over to the curtain. I'm right at the curtain. Imagine two chubby Weaver brother faces like sticking through <laughs> like the curtain. You know? <laughs> he's over there. He's up, you know, he's over there. I point him out. I point the guy out in his seat. And Jay literally starts weeping. He is not the emotional one in our family. Like I am that guy. I'm the crier that you talked about yeah. just being weepy. Like that's that's really me. I'm the menopause, you know, <laughs> candidate or whatever, you know. But and so he so I'm like, what, Jay? What? And he goes, That guy right there. And I said, Yes. He goes, Man, when we were in the room and nobody was in here, he goes, Jesus showed me that guy's face when I was praying. Wow. And I was like, no. Whoa. I was like, Well, I was like, well, I never heard of that happening before. So I guess, you know, except for like, again, like New Testament or whatever, right? Yeah. So I'm like, that's amazing. I don't know what that means, but maybe that means something great. 
So we get into the night, right? We get into the night and we're just worshiping the Lord, dude. It's incredible. And um, I'm this guy, he's on the front row, you know, he's, he's got it. He's set against it. But I noticed that he's watching my brother, Jay. His fingers are coming apart. He, you know, something's wrong with his eyes. You can obviously tell he's in a chair, doesn't know about the diopsis, but I kind of told him that in the story. And then Jay, at one point, though, is just lost in it, man. He's just worshiping the Lord, dude. It's just so beautiful. He's not even in the same room with the rest of us. And I watched this guy <laughs> yeah. watching Jay worship, right? Uh, and it wrecks him, dude. It just messes him up. And his head just shoots down like this, you know? And I'm like, whoa, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm looking at it happen, you know? And his shoulders are like shaking like he's just crying, dude, you know? And I'm like, well, I guess something's happening here, you know? So I get lost and I start worshiping the Lord. I'm just, you know, we're, we're, I'm overwhelmed by you. I'm singing to Jesus. And then, dude, I do the worship leader, like, sneak a peek, like, <laughs> later, you know? And I, <laughs> which is obviously what that is every time somebody does that. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, and, yes, yes, yes. And, and I see the guy. This time the dude has got his head thrown back and his arms raised in the air. And he's just worshiping <sighs> Jesus. Tears are streaming down his face. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's incredible. The Lord has done it, right? I think that's the end of the story. It's not the end of the story. We get done with the show and find out we have a gap in security because that dude from the front row <laughs> is waiting in our dressing room for us back back behind the stage. Wow. And dude, when, we, when we come in, the guy about scared me to death because he literally is just shouting. He is just like, he sees Jay rolling in his chair and he goes, why are you not F you? God just drops the F-bomb in front of Jesus and all the Baptists on the other side of the <laughs> you know, wall or whatever, you know? And like me and the three other dudes in Big Daddy besides Jay, I literally back up against the wall, you know? Yeah. And Jay does not miss a beat. He rolls through into this space with this guy in his little electric wheelchair and he turns towards the guy and just goes, I get it. He goes, I get what you're saying. He goes, when I woke up this morning, he said, everything on my body hurt. Yeah. And he just said, and he said, he said, man, for a half a moment, he said, the first thing that hit me was like, God, I've seen you do hundreds of miracles right in front of my face, yeah. you know, in the lives of complete strangers. And he's like, did, you know, did you forget about me? Did I make you mad somehow? And he goes, and for a half a second, and he was like this feeling of like, like disappointment and being kind of mad at God started to like rise up in me. He said, but as quick as it came, he said, it absolutely went away. And he said, I literally chuckled and just said, who am I kidding? You didn't yeah. do this to me because Jesus, you're the only way I'm going to make it through this day. When he said that this dude literally it, he just crumples. He he just hits his knees. I'm not making this up. We're against, still against the wall watching all this unfold. The guy is just weeping as hard as I've ever seen anybody cry. Jay shifts his little electric wheelchair into high gear and just like <laughs> goes across, has this messed up hand and puts his messed up hand on the guy's head. Just goes, God, show him. He's not a victim, God. Show him he's your son, God. Oh. Show him that when show him that when he walked out on you, that you didn't walk out on him. Show him when he stopped believing in you. You never stopped believing in him, right? Show him that you're right here and you always will be. And dude, the guy is just sobbing and sobbing and sobbing. And even now, 
Yeah. I can hear I can hear I can hear the peace in Jay's voice. And the guy just squeaks out, the guy squeaks out to Jay goes, I want Jesus to heal you so bad. And Jay Dog goes, Me too, brother. <laughs> you know? And the day the day that I heard him breathe his last breath was the day that it began a level of pain that I have not, I had never had. And I'd already lost my dad. I already lost my mom. I'd been with them on the side of, like I saw them go into eternity. You know what I mean? Um, and I knew that when that pain started for me, though, all the pain that he had ever had was over. Wow. And I knew that as, I knew that as great, I knew that as great as the things that we had seen here as the Lord would pour out, that he was seeing things that you can't even make a comparison. So great, right? Ah, so since that day, man, I'm telling you, it's it's crazy how I have struggled since that day. But in some of the deepest, darkest times of me hurting and being without the people that I really love the most, and without understanding of why we didn't see breakthrough and all of these things, man, I see Jay in that story that I just told you. Yeah. I see Jay walking through times of terrible pain when it didn't make sense then, but he still believed. He still believed and what he, what he couldn't control necessarily. I mean, I don't know, maybe some of, some of this stuff is ours to blame or whatever because we're broken and it's in this place we're dealing with a broken place but the thing is is like even though he couldn't control some of those things about the scenario he could control his response yeah and his choice was to believe his choice was to press into the lord and his and his choice was to receive the resources of heaven here let your kingdom come let your will be done and dude it was a different kind of miracle and I'm, this is this is how beautiful it is. I don't understand the season of walking through this, but I'm blown away that God would let me see all of that before I had to walk through this. So wow. I know who he is. Yeah. And even though there's stuff that I don't understand. And man, I'm telling you, the, the thing for me is I want to medicate it. You know what I mean? When it hurts, yeah. Yeah. I want to turn to something. Dude, I want to turn to Baskin Robbins. Yeah. I want to turn to what? <laughs> I mean, name something, dude. I want some kind of entertainment. I want some kind of something worse, maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, but in the moment when I won't settle for the medication and I'll wait in the presence of God, he invades that place of pain. And I understand the fulfillment of when he says, blessed are those who mourn. Because they'll be comforted because he's going to be the one who does the comforting. And I've experienced the comfort of the Lord. And if my ADD, you know, flesh man, if I can get him to be still long enough, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There, There is a comfort in his presence that I've never known, even in the day of miracles. It's a wow. different kind of miracle. And I just want to say this to somebody who's listening right now who maybe you've been through a very terrible time and it makes you just want to quit because you're like, well, if God was, cause that's what the devil does. The enemy brings all this crap about like, if God was this, then why would this, if God is this, then why was mm-hmm. this? Yeah. And I'm telling you, dude, we, we just don't get to make the rules. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's we feel a, yeah. Like, well, if, if you don't, if you don't do this, then I'm not going to this. And then we live without his peace. 
Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. You can, God is so God is so big. He's not threatened when we get mad at him or when we don't understand. We don't have questions. He's not threatened in the least. Who hurts from living in that place of being mad at God is the one of us who are mad at God. You know? And, yes. And because yes. we're missing out on the peace that he's willing to meet us with now. And in Amen. his presence, there's fullness of joy and pleasure forevermore. But we got to wait on it. J-Dog did that. I saw him walk through that. And uh. in this time of me dealing with things that hurt so bad, you know, I, man, I find that in his presence because he's real. And he, and he is, he want, he, we were literally made for his purposes to, to know and be known by him and to, be, to love and be loved by him. And in that relationship is everything we're going to need to walk out whatever it is that we go through in this life. Dude, um, yeah. you know, I think we're just going to name this the Mike Weaver podcast. <laughs> and you're going to be on next Sorry, week, man. too. I just go, bro, the thing is, no, 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 no. I'm, a, I'm like a four-trick pony, though, dude. I'll make these testimonies, you know what I mean? No, it's dude, like, this, so but go, this is it. Can, but this is it. Like, this is the thing that we talk about all the time. It's like, man, there's all these hardships. There's all these battles. And we're like, and we just see people falling by the wayside. Men who have accepted a reality that is falser. They you know that is a false reality to who God really is. And that, that he wants, he is the comforter. He will come into us in 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 the midst of our pain in the midst of our burdens but we reach it's that pinch moment that we're like i'm going to choose to soothe myself versus leaving it in the heart that in the hands of the comforter yes. right who, right who literally acts yes. like i'm sending yes. you somebody greater than me to to to, to come in and dwell you so that you may have this comfort whatsoever things are good honest good report think on these things but man it's freaking hard and so that's what i love i mean i'm so glad we haven't been on the camera much because i'm like wiping the tears of like i get it and it's like i'm so grateful that you brought it to the people who are like man this just sucks you know, and there's a lot of moments and they don't want to, you know, the, the book of Psalms, there's so many moments when David is like, I'm a worm. This sucks. Amen. And you're like, and, and we're like, no, 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 it's got to be cleaner than that. Right. Right. And I'm like, I don't know where our American culture has seen that because, you know, we do a lot with with, uh, with 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 the underground church in China and we work at them. And I've seen the same thing where you're like. I can't explain all this. There's one thing I've come to realize. God's word is true and I am not him. Right. Well, I guess there's two things I realize. That's that's how dumb I am. <laughs> God's word is true, and I am not him, and I can trust him in these moments. In in the suck, he shows himself so mightily. And man, I, I, you yes. know, I had a moment. I, I there was one time I got to meet your brother. It was '05. Um, he was you having. Did? Yeah, we were at the. Okay, we were in Nashville. I cannot remember the name of the place, but it's where like the three pigs are. You know, the, like the barbecue joint right on downtown. It's like the three. And we were in there having barbecue, and he was sitting with I think pillars drummer or somebody it was so long ago i went to gma week at that point but it was like just got to meet him and man i mean i i didn't get a chance to know him like you know him but i'm just like that that was the only moment i had with him and uh you know just he, he was a nice guy so when you first mentioned like oh he was the funny dude he was immediately cracking jokes but um but man to hear his story from this perspective of a guy who was like listen i've had it bad i've seen the suck and god is real and, and I love that. And I think that's the encouragement, even with, with, the, with the, you know, if you're sitting there listening today of like, this just sucks. And, and I'm never going to see the outside of it. And if you've walked away from the Lord, he is faithful. He is faithful to redeem. He, God is in the rescuing business and nobody else is. And that's what Mike is saying today is God's in the rescuing business. So, so get back on your feet. Be honest with God. Tell him that it sucks. 
and move forward. And so, Mike, ah, I love it. it, it Mike, you know, before we go into the fast five, because it's such a hard change now. From, <laughs> but, but, Mike, if you could, <laughs> if you could say one more thing to that person who's in the middle of the suck, what would you say to him? I know you shared some, but what would you say to him? Yeah, my question, my question in it was this: like, how do I, how do I pull up out of this? And the times yeah. that I've encountered his presence in the most wonderful way have been when I just asked Jesus what he's doing other than right here in me, right? Mm. Like sitting in a room, sitting in a sushi restaurant. I love sushi. That's, a, that's one of the medicines. You got, Hallelujah, you got, brother. Right? So, Hallelujah. But dude, but I'm sitting there and I just, I was sitting with the Lord and I just said, Jesus, you live to make intercession for us. You're praying for every one of these people. You're interceding for every single one of these people in here. What are you praying for that guy? What do you want for that guy? As I began to just sit with his heart for whoever that guy across the way was, man, I was completely enveloped in the presence and the peace of God. Man, it's find out what God's doing and just let him have his way in you with Mm, that. That yeah. is where that is where the comfort is. That's where you encounter him is by yielding to him. God, what are you doing? God, show me what you're doing right now. What's your heart right now? Uh, and man, I'm telling you, in that, in that it literally just melts away. You know? Does it come back again later? Yeah, it does. And and that's why we're having to learn how to go back to him, go back in his presence, go back yeah. to him more to yield. Man, you know, dead dead men don't hurt. If we die to this this <laughs> self. Man, I'm telling you, you know, there's no, there's no more pain in that, you know. The Jesus, oh, I heard dude. Jesus say this one day. He's like, you know what the thing is about surrender? Is surrender, people got nothing left to lose. Right. It's oh, a beautiful yeah. place, man. You can, let go, like, you can let go of the whole thing right now and just say, God, I just want my whole life to just be yours. Yeah. I want to be about what you want, you yep. know. And there is a release and a relief from that. And you don't have, it doesn't have to be like somebody else did. Use your own words. Get by yourself with him. And just let go, release your life mm. into his hands and just say, you know, it's what we talk about doing that. And we have this moment where we pray to prayer or something, but Jesus has like offered us a life where we can have a whole life of surrendering to him. And dude, I'm yeah. saying that like I'm some kind of expert. No, dude, I'm just saying that as a dude who's like learning that, right? One right. hot mess to another. That, yeah, one like, hot mess to another. But is learning, but is learning more about that every day in him. And that's yeah. where the goods are in him is when we let go of everything else he's not our plan b anymore he's our everything you know yeah and that's where yeah. we find the the wealth of who he is you know no that's dude that's good awesome. words man very good words oh i love it dude this has been good and you will be on you don't, you don't have a choice you're gonna be on again <laughs> i just hope you know that and uh, just deal with dude, it you, dude y'all come to nashville we'll like go we'll go get the barbecue you talk about we'll go, it's like sweet, uh, i'm dude. pretty we'll certain that we're, trip. i think we're gonna do like a known legacy slash big daddy weave tour i think is our plan <laughs> and it's all gonna be barbecue <laughs> joints let's do it Okay, let's do it. Let's make it we'll happen. We'll get Fogarty out there, dude. It'll be oh, awesome, dude. It'll be that'd be fantastic. Oh my goodness! So, dude, this has been amazing. And I yeah, mean, thank I, you. you know, and uh, I know that you said that I know when we first talked about your brother wanting to make a shirt that says "Sheep Bite." So we need to talk about that a whole nother time about <laughs> sheep biting, um, and and kind of go into there. But man, this has been amazing. Yeah. And uh, you know, you know, as we're closing up today, I wanted to um, I wanted to go through these these. The, you know, we we do have a fun session called. Fast five before that, man. Thank there it is right there. There it is. And uh are, are you are you ready for it, man? Are you ready? I guess dude, just shoot it shoot. Dude. Okay. Okay, here we go. So number one, what's the most interesting place you have been? 
the most interesting place I've been. I'll alter it to say like my favorite place. Okay. One of my favorite places. And I've only been I've only been once. I thought that Big Daddies would not dig it, dude. But Hawaii, man. I thought I'm uh, so hot natured. I thought like, man, yeah. environment might not work. But bro, there is just, there's something good on Hawaii. We went there, there is some a years nice... ago, and I was like, I could do I could do this thing. If it's I good, could do it. Yeah. We need to do like a marriage conference Maybe. down there, including Big Daddy Weave in Absolutely. Hawaii. There you go. That's Absolutely. it. See, there you go. Let's See, we, we're, we're planning it out. We're planning it out. <laughs> Hawaiian barbecue. Oh, hallelujah. So, um, all right. Luau for the Lord. That's what we're calling yeah, it. Luau go. for the Lord. All right. Okay. Number two. Number two. If you could have one haircut for the rest of your life, what would it be? This is it, dude. This is going to ah, there it right is. Right there, yeah. It's like, it's, yeah. You don't have to do it. You don't have to do anything. Your beard don't have to do anything. That's awesome. Anything. Just, that's uh, awesome. Hakuna Matata, dude. It's good. Hakuna <laughs> We're going to roll with that. Yeah, that's perfect. All right. Uh, favorite thing to do with your family? What do you love doing with your family? We're, we just love movies. We love watching movies together. Whether it's on Big Brown Couch or whether it's in the movie theater. Man, and especially through all of those like Marvel ones that we love. <sighs> yeah. My boys and I, especially my, especially my son, Zeke, we love watching those movies, man. And so... We just so love good. a big bucket of popcorn and just watch oh, it. Hallelujah. It. That's worship. That is more worship <laughs> right there, brother. I love it. All right. Uh, favorite childhood memory? Mm, man, something, probably something at my grandmama's house, which with big daddies, it always comes back with something culinary. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. so it's whenever it was, it was the way it's the way, and this is a core memory. And I think this is why I have a, uh, an easy time believing in a good God because my grandmama, when she would like receive us at her house, the front door comes open before you reach for the doorknob and she's just like, eh, and it's this welcoming, this welcoming thing, you know, she's yeah. got, she just finished making some kind of cookie or some kind of pound cake or something, you know what I mean? And it's yeah, like, yeah. it's it just, it was the ultimate hospitality, man. And oh, it literally, awesome. even as I'm saying it to you, it warms my heart to see it. My favorite, probably core memory, right? Oh, yes. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Food is a very good core memory. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. And one more thing on your bucket. What's one thing on your bucket list you want to accomplish before you die? Uh, this is a new one. It's it's brand new now. Just just a couple weeks old now, honestly, because um, we've been playing. Uh, my kids are all musical as well. And so my, my son, Eli, uh, he's 16. He plays drums. My daughter, uh, Naomi. Uh, she's 12. She plays keys and guitar nice, and you nice. can like, oh, she, can, yeah. she can sing really great. And my son Zeke plays bass. We've been playing these little things together. And I think that's really fun. But I think the bucket list happened the other day when I was in it. We were in the living room singing. My son Eli, who I didn't even really know he could sing because he wouldn't sing in front of us, comes in and just puts this third part harmony in. Oh. And, we, and we just had this time with the Lord in our living room singing. And I was like, it dawned on me. I want to get to see them with me not up there. You know what I mean? I want to get yes. to see them, oh. you know, leading, leading people in those moments like that, man. Um, my heart just, I didn't, I didn't have Good that stuff. before then, but that I was, I was like, man, I, w I want to see that happen. That's yeah. incredible. Man, this has been a good day. This has been a good day, brother, and I'm thankful for oh, you sharing. Thank you for sharing your, your pain with us because I think a lot of time, there's so many guys. I, I said it to other guy to somebody yesterday. Henry David Thoreau said that most the, the massive men live lives of quiet desperation, and we just yep. tuck these things down, and we forget that there's a father who wants to heal and redeem and rescue. And, 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 and he's good. Yes. And he's good. 
And so thank you for sharing. I know this is valuable, man. We will have you back on. And uh, I'm so excited to have connected with you. I feel like I've got another brother in the Lord. Next time time you guys can talk something. No, this this has been great, man. This is exactly what it's about is hearing your heart. I hope you guys that have been listening go to – it's just – what's the the website? Big Daddy Weave Music or or what is it? BigDaddyWeave.com. BigDaddyWeave.com. And you can find all the other socials and all that business. And we're about to go out on tour. Later this fall, we'd, we'd love to see y'all at the shows. It'd be great. I know. You we'll guys, love I it. think you're going to be in like Houston. And I'm like, what the heck? You bypassed yeah. Dallas. Well, now you've got a friend in Dallas. So uh, if you need barbecue or yes. anything to eat, even just eating, you give us a call. I'm more than happy to eat. So, <laughs> but uh, no, That's we got to awesome, get you. Bro. You know, I'm there. I'm there, dude. I'm on the scene, dude. <laughs> so, dude, it's this has been a blessing. And uh, guys, uh, yeah, check out check out Big Daddy Weave and their music. I know you probably already have heard it, but uh, download it on Spotify and all the other all the other options. That, is is Pandora still out there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Go out there on MySpace and. Uh, no, <laughs> Bust out net- Netscapes and, Netscape uh, and yeah. fire up the AOL and exactly. see what happens. See what happens. <laughs> Give it a whirl. But Mike, thank you so much for being on yeah, today. Absolutely, Mike. Guys, thanks for listening. Check us out. Yeah, you can yeah, check man. out. You can check out uh, the book More Than You. If you go to morethanyoubook.com, check that out. In fact, we do have a chapter called the Suck Phase, yeah. which I think definitely fits with today's of just. It just sucks sometimes. Yep. Yep. And so walking through that. But I hope you guys have a chance. Share this with your friends. Uh, check us out. Uh, info at Known Legacy for questions, comments, and concerns. Info knownlegacy.org. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, connect with us. We'd love to uh, love to hear from you. Sounds good. And uh, if you live by Waffle House, grab yourself some today and uh, enjoy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mike, thanks a lot. Have a blessed day, guys. Thanks for listening. God bless you guys. Have a great week.